all full of authentic points of view. Myself alone have at least 22. They come from the things that we have been through. Those things can either make or break you. Life is full of ups and downs. It's our choice to either smile or frown. Please choose to smile today. Because it's one thing that's free to give away. People say that life isn't hard. It's what you make of it. But what if only struggle surrounds you? What can you take from it? Life can be hard and some things aren't fair. Please listen to others just to be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through. Just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see. You are not alone. You have at least got me. We are more alike than you may know. But if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't ever give up because you got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. We are all full of authentic points of view. Myself alone have at least 22. They come from the things that we have been through. Those things can either make or break you. Life is full of ups and downs. It's our choice to either smile or frown. Please choose to smile today. Because it's one thing that's free to give away. People say that life isn't hard. It's what you make of it. But what if only struggle surrounds you? What can you take from it? Life can be hard and some things aren't fair. Please listen to others just to be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through. Just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see. You are not alone. You have at least got me. We are more alike than you may know. But if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't ever give up because you got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Authentic Points of View. I'm Danielle Boer. I'm your host as always. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys and I couldn't do this without you. Uh, Today we have an awesome guest. I met him at Open Mic Comedy and we spoke afterwards and I found out that he has an awesome story. Uh, And you know me, I want to talk to everybody with awesome stories. So uh, he's here today. Amaro Gordon is a rapper, a father, a massage therapist, and now he's dibbling, dabbling in comedy. Uh, welcome, Amaro, to the show. Hey, what's going on? Hi, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Liking what's going on. Here to add a, another point of view to the show, you know? Yes, and actually you have a few, which is what I love about this show. Uh, so, uh, Father's Day was last month. Uh, yeah. Happy belated Father's Day. Appreciate that. That's love. Yeah. So, um, what do your kids uh, mean to you? And then, how is it difficult living in a different state from them? How do you make that work out? Um, as far as the first part, like everything, like that's what they mean to me. I feel like having children is a very big part of life, and it kind of shows you the depths of this thing that we're in. And it's like almost as a continuation of my life to a certain degree with different outlooks and different outcomes and different points of view of like myself, like almost like I separated myself and different parts are growing through that. And I think that's cool. And it's like a beautiful thing to be able to see. And as far as like dealing with 
being in a different state, this is all really this is all new for all of us. But due to technology and I gotta give it mostly to their mental state and their understanding, like we get through this the best way. Like they've been here, I've been back there, we do the Skype, I mean like the video calls, FaceTime and, and talk on a regular. And I make sure that I stay involved as much as possible to be able to nurture them and their growth in this life, you know? And it's only it's only temporary that it's like this until like things change. Cause I just got here less than 10 months ago. So yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um so uh did you live um did you live with them 10 months ago or like around where they were then <laughs> uh no yes different state and, uh, again okay no nah, nah, i was I, it was we were all in illinois everything was great like okay. i was married for 10 years uh, and had two boys got divorced was in illinois for the year and a half after the divorce and towards the tail end of that i relocated out to georgia Okay. So like before that, yeah, like every day, all the time until, you know, different parts. Like you've been like in situations like where different things get involved that are outside of just the normal setup and it kind of separates things. It shifts, it shifts, uh, shuffles the cars a little bit. So like, yeah. you know, you play the hands you dealt with, but yeah, before that it was, it was daily routine, every, everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so, so it, like that makes it that makes it a little bit challenging like to have it the first part I mean the first time ever in all of our lives where it is like a little bit more of a degree of separation to a certain certain extent but I mean it's temporary and we are built and strong and stay stay together collectively to be able to ride it out until things change again so yeah it's cool, but it's like, it's been cooler, but we making yeah. it work. So I always like to point out what I have in common with someone. So uh, I actually um, left Ohio um, and I got divorced. Um, and I was only with him like seven years. We were married almost mm -hmm. five. And, but I have a bonus son. So he is... Um, he actually moved in when my ex moved in. So like I got a boyfriend and a son at the same time. And then he got a girlfriend and two sons. So I had two, he had one. And uh -huh. then we ended up having a daughter together. So um, when I left Ohio, I took three that I birthed, the three that I birthed. And I couldn't take him because I didn't adopt him. Yeah. And that was really hard um so i've lived apart from him for five ooh, almost five years and wow. um so i lived with him every single day and then now my 19 year old um he moved to maryland to be with his dad and he was almost 18 at the time when he left and um, he's actually coming to see me soon so i'm so excited but um so he's doing so much better now and that took um and i talk i talk about this a lot because it took a lot of um like trust on his dad's part because his dad did a lot of like not so great stuff when he was younger mm -hmm. 
and we had the kids young, so um, I was basing my feelings off of him from when he was young and when I knew him. And then I said, you know what? Um, somebody told me that's important to me. Like, listen, people change. You've got to give them a chance. And now my son's doing amazing. Um, and so, you know, and my little girl, um, I miss her birthday every single summer because she goes to my ex-husband's. And that's the only thing that's fair because I get her the rest of the year. So, you know, so it's like, so I understand how it is to balance, you know, and try to um, stay uh, as involved in everything because every parent is important. Um, Mm-hmm. and um, so thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah but real quick with, with that if you don't mind me asking you a question because you said a few things that sure. kind of stood out to me and that it's <laughs> Go ahead. um what what was it that got you to that understanding to the point where you knew that you were responding from a a state that wasn't current and, and to be able to switch your thinking to be like up to date or like to mature in that aspect because like what I've like seen is that Uh, sometimes people will get like stuck in a certain way, regardless of whatever the reality is, they can have like their own like feelings and motives. Like, how did you like overcome that? Like, and what, what's like the secret to the, is this something that's just like, you just have to come to it on your own or what? So there's not really a secret to be honest. There's, um, mine a lot of time passed by. So my kid is 19 now. Um, Mm hmm and he left when he was, he went, we've tried to get him to live there a couple times and it didn't work out to be honest. And then this time it just got to the point where my son was getting in so much trouble in Georgia, um, that it was getting scary and we we're like a change has to happen. So, um, at that point, so many avenues were tried that it was like, I don't want my son to end up dead or end up in jail. So that's what really motivated it was. I've tried everything I could, obviously it's not working out, you know, and he, his dad has been through stuff that my son was going through. And so other people in my ear helped me listen and hear it from a different point of view to where I listened to them and was like, okay, maybe you're right because you're right. It's hard. So, but a lot of time has gone by. Cause I haven't been with him. So I haven't been with him since, oy, my son, when I left Baltimore and went to Ohio, my son was, um, uh, my youngest, the one I'm talking about. Well, he's not my youngest anymore, <laughs> but he was only, he was almost three years old. So, Oh, wow. so much time had gone by. Um, that's what helped though. So, um, unfortunately I wish I could tell you, and you know what? I talk about this because, um, and I don't ever want to bash females. Obviously I'm a female. Okay. Uh, but I like people to honestly, which is what I had to do is see it from the other person's shoes and, um, and just consider his feelings as well. And that's hard. Okay, guys, it's hard. But so many times, like, the other parent will try to, and I'm not saying this always happens, but in divorce, it gets rough. And it's important to remember that it's about the kids, right? And so even with my situation, that's not how it went. When I got divorced, 
that whole situation was jacked up. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> so um, it took time for that too. It took time to get in that situation. And that's more recent for me because I've been gone almost five years. Um, so if I gave any advice to say any mothers that are going through something, remember this. The mistakes or the problems or whatever that the dad might have caused, if that's the issue, um, or that you might have caused, is not the ch children's fault. It's not their fault, right? So just really stepping back from your situation and, and looking at it as an outsider is really good advice. Because mm -hmm. when you do that, when you separate yourself from it, you can actually see so many things that you you didn't see because you're like thinking of it from me like oh it's about me this affects me but if you step back and you look and you're like okay write a list seriously write a list of the good things and the bad things the things that affect the kids the things all this stuff write a list and then when you look at it or you hear it out loud you're like oh you know and then yeah, no doubt. that sounds good and then it's really about the kids. If the other person isn't putting the kids in harm, then, you know, I mean, that's that's what it came down to. Because at one point, yeah. my son, my son would have been in harm with that person back then, mm. for real. Honestly, I'm not even, you know, what I'm saying right. and like even the family kind of understood at that that point. But then it got to the point where they grew up, they're doing better now, and they're in the right mind where they could actually be responsible for my kid and my son is now grown so that helps yeah. as well um you know no, i'll definitely understand that but it's just like and that's it's hard key. when you're that's going through it. everything everything that you said sounds like something that can be worth a lot to anybody in certain situations like listening to it i understand that because like i um <laughs> in my case it wasn't it was never it was never any kind of question as to my character or my ability okay. to provide and ride and take like I did everything that you can think of on like under the sun because like my whole mindset in that state was that I wanted to to be something that every that like the media said that I wasn't or that the society said didn't happen like I really stood for those things and really rolled for those things and like my character showed throughout the decade so it's like it was more just like I don't know what to even call it. It's just like a different mental thing of being upset that like I'm not like I'm outgrown like certain habits and situations that were not that were stifling growth for the collective. And it, like yeah. the goal I was headed for was not happening anymore due to internal things. So like I had to choose to live or die. But I don't think I don't think like the other person ever gonna like come to their senses to like to be like well, oh yeah like I fucked up some shit but it's like it's all good you know it is what it is I'm just gonna do what I can do and keep moving right and then and that and that and that you know and I'm not a counselor I'm not a whatever I I don't have all the answers guys I don't yeah no doubt but, but, you got but it's just we my right it's just my situation that I've been through in my life and um I'm almost forty so. Um, I've been through a lot and I had kids starting at 18 y'all. So I've been a parent for a mighty long time. Uh, but the thing is like, you know, at that point, all you got to do is be you and do what you got to do. And like you said, uh, uphold your character, do 
the things that you know that are right. And then that doesn't mean that the other person's not going to come around. I don't want you to think like that because it took me, unfortunately, a long time to come around. But um, it's a lot of maturity. So when you realize, like I said, um, when you realize that uh, another thing, everybody, there's always so many sides to a story, right? So when you step back and you think about things, then you can realize what you've done wrong in the situation. It, mm-hmm. Everybody has a part, right? So say for instance, um, you know, I've seen this before. Literally, I've seen a female say to a male, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. Seen it, seen it, mm-hmm. seen it. Wow. Hit me, you ain't gonna hit me. And then the girl gets hit. But then it's the man's fault that she got hit. And I'm like, well, you both played a part, right? So yeah. the thing is, we're all humans. Mm-hmm. We all, and I'm not saying you hit people. Oh my goodness. I'm just Hell using no. it as I an example. I didn't lost no. somebody behind stuff like this. So I'm like, so I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just, so I'm just saying like, there's so many sides to a story. There's so many things that people don't know. And all you can do is the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's what all of our jobs are. So our job is to do the right thing and to be, to choose. And uh, for goodness sake, I didn't choose all the right things, guys. I know that. But I'm saying now that I look back, I'm like, woo. And we all play a part. So try to mm-hmm. consider the whole story, the whole situation. And how does it affect everyone? And like you said, the collective, that's absolutely right. So even though you are not together anymore, um, and when you get divorced, you're not together anymore, but that's still a collective because you are mom. Oh, now you're not mom. But yeah. <laughs> you're like, no, I'm not. She's mom. You are dad. And those are the kids, right? So that's still yeah. a collective. And um so that's that's important because it affects so many things and i've heard my daughter cry and that's another perspective i have because i actually listened to my baby and you know in the older boys they used to say stuff all the time but the way they said it was more like negative like a fight like a thing like that and that can kind of deter you sometimes like eh, you know but with my daughter she says it out of love and out of uh like sadness sometimes and so listening is important so if you listen to the other people involved and literally i tell my kids this um tell them so say they said something about the dad i'm not your dad you need to tell your dad right in a nice respectful Mm -hmm. way if you are upset about something you need to go and you need to tell them in a respectful way right not don't come at them all rude that's not good or me if i'm doing something that you don't like and you're upset about something come at me in a respectful way and let's be open and honest about it and that's the only way you can know something is that if somebody tells you you can't guess Mm -hmm. your whole life you know like you can't live like walking on eggshells and just guessing like you know so i mean that's just that's just me what i think from what i've been through um and i again i have not responded to everything correctly believe you me i haven't but then i look back and i'm like oh what in the world was i thinking i wasn't thinking i was just responding reacting reacting right and uh and i didn't sometimes think about how it affected everyone so um 
And that's important because my kids mean the world to me. All four of them. They're all on my show. I got a tattoo of them and all four of them, um, even the one I didn't birth, like all of them are my babies and they always will be. So um, anyway, ooh, I always go off on a tangent. Uh, That's all good. <laughs> so you, um, all right. So you are actually, speaking of the boys, you're going to go to Illinois um, this coming week, uh, July the 10th, right? I don't, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, some, somewhere around in there, Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's so exciting. So what, um, so you guys are going to be together and you have a show there. Is that right? Yeah, I definitely got a show there. We're going to, me and the kids going to get together, kick it. They got a few things on their list that they want to get accomplished for the summer. So we're going to knock some of them off. But I also have a show at Nick and Ivy's in Lockport, 1026 South State Street. It's going to be July 16th at eight o'clock. I'm going to be there three hours just going through all kinds of songs that I laid down and putting on a show and a performance. I got a few guests coming through. We're going to make it live. It's going to be a real good time. It's a great brewery that we're at at Nick and Ivy's. They got amazing different crafts that they have made there. Shout out to Paul, the owner. But yeah, it's going down at Nick and Ivy's at Lockport, Illinois, July 16th. Yeah. Yay, that sounds like fun. It's so far from me or I would go. Huh. I'm going I'm to bring it out this way, too. I'm just working on it. Like, I've been going through a certain, a certain thing. Like, this is all new. So it's been a, it's been a process in solidifying my area, solidifying my, um, my financial structure, solidifying, like, venues, areas, getting familiar with the terrain out here. So all of that has been done. I've uh, gathered all the intel and stuff that I need to move forward. Everything has solidified. The community is rocking with me in every aspect of things that I'm inside of. Anything that I'm involved with, they're fully supportive. So, like, now I'm kicking it into high gear. So, it'll be plenty of shows for you to slide on, whether it be comedy or music in this near future. <laughs> Woohoo. So yeah, so just um speaking of that, to be honest, like the Atlanta area is so great for artists because there is always something. Somebody is in the business, right? <laughs> Let it be. I mean somebody, like Yeah. Well, somebody anywhere you go. everywhere is there's somebody in the business. Uh so I always found that there's so many opportunities here um that I love. Um And so, you know, I mean, I always, and I'm, I'm just, uh, want you to laugh at me. So, um, I wrapped the intro of this, um, of the podcast and Okay. I wrote it myself. So, Me too. uh, so it's funny because, um, I say I loosely wrapped it cause it's not a real rap. Uh, somebody actually told me I should turn it into a real song. So that's really cool. Um, and it's very positive and uplifting. I love it. That's And I what's actually... up. And thank you. And the words that's written in it, um, I, well, actually the producer, um, the producers of this podcast, he is actually a musician. So he made the beat, he rapped it for me, which he's not a rapper. And then he sent it to me and then I practiced it and I went and recorded it in his studio. And, Okay. uh, he wrote like one of the lines and then he fixed one of the other lines. And, um, But it's so crazy because I end up saying those things over, like, in 
to people and sentences mm -hmm. and stuff. And so that's how I really live. And so music is so important. And I don't know yeah. if people really realize that. Uh, but how long... Um, so I've been a rapper for... No, I'm just joking. <laughs> how long... I actually have a rapping that. nickname. I never told anybody this. I'm not telling you. Uh, Come on. Drum right. roll. So uh, my, my name uh, is Dangerous D. That's a real life story. That's really funny. Um, yeah. Dangerous That's kind of scary in this time. And age. Yeah. Like, I don't no. Know what's going it was on there. many, many years ago. Uh, I used to rap at karaoke. Uh, I'm not that dangerous. Don't worry. Uh, I'm not hiding in the bushes or anything crazy. Uh, so they, um, I don't know how in the world I asked them years later, how in the world did they come up with that name? I don't know, but I used to stay and rap, uh, like literally I would get off my shift and then I would start rapping and I would do like, uh, so this was, oh boy, 20, 2008, 2009, something like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the funny part is my brother used to like freestyle and rap with his friends, like really rap. And so one time he came, he lived in Maryland and he came and visited and he saw me, uh, rapping and I was good too, but I was rapping other people's songs and he was like shaking his head like, oh man, <laughs> I embarrassed him, but he passed away, um, in oh, 2010. Wow. Uh, so I know, I know it was before that is like probably 2008 or something. So mind you, that's a long time ago. Uh, and they used to call me Dangerous D. Um, so fun. Uh, but anyway, so how long have you been um, a rapper and what made you get into music? Um, as far as music, I've kind of been doing it for as long as I can remember. Like my earliest memories, I guess, would be like in elementary school where you kind of like flip the current songs, making parodies about like different people in class and stuff like that. But in high school, I kind of, found different people around the way and we kind of came together we would make songs make music and i was performing in and out of clubs at 16 17 and like doing little contests and winning little shit like that like it was it was cool because like um hip-hop kind of is like oh wow uh a voice like how you was talking about you and your brother being able to kick lyrics and rhyme and like have a good time with hip hop and spitting like y'all truths or whatever, or how you spoke on how it was kind of like the reverse of how hip hop worked. Like you was like, you made the song and like a certain stuff that you say in your real life. Like, yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Like you give those point of views out into the world and people in different areas can understand what's going on in different areas through that line of communication. So like, um, I've been doing it for as long as I can remember, but as far as releasing music, I can't even think. Well, probably like around like the same time you were talking about, like 05, 06, 07, 08, online, like we was just outside going going in. And then like like I stated earlier, I kind of got into a relationship where things were not as cool as to other people. So like I kind of like let it go. So I sat down and like kind of really tore myself away from it as much as I could. But once my children were born, they would be doing things that was like musically inclined and I never showed them that side of me so I knew that like oh. it's a grander thing on my life like I'm a I'm something else other than what I was pigeonholing myself to be so I had to break loose from that and get back to who I was so like releasing music from that point like as far as this podcast go I'll say 2018 2019 is when I dropped like the first project on the streaming platforms since then it's been 
I believe seven albums, like 60 something singles or something wow. like that. I was just going crazy. And like right now, um, well, right before I left, I had a band and we was going out and I cultivated a sound of live instrumentation mixed with hip hop, but it wasn't like um, a set standard or set genre. It was, it was kind of like almost, I don't know, like, I hate to use certain names because I'm not super, super familiar with them, but, like, from what I gather, like, how, like, maybe, like, jam bands or something like that would, would be, or, like, people would kind of have those, like, uh, like festival-type bands that they will follow, like, where the sound just grows throughout, like, the night, and they have, like, certain, like, uh, like signature starts and shit, and they get people going. Like, mine's was, like, kind of, like, energy-based music. Like, I would... Like, cause even with that, even before I had my own band, like I would go to different spots that did live music or have, or watch people who perform at open mics. Like maybe this person play guitar, maybe this person play drums. I'm like, yo, y'all want to get together and like kind of rock out. Like y'all want to jam with me or whatever. And then like, it'll start off maybe like, I don't know what to do. I don't know like what to do. Nobody knows. That's how I, I don't know either. We just going to do it. And then like, as it goes, the energy, like it hits them and they get to be in a authentic self and they get the plan and the vibe that come out of that be amazing. So like, I don't really have a genre for it, but I have cultivated like a whole different like sound that I'm looking to push forward through, but I had different things to um, get into alignment, but that's like my focus. I'm probably going to drop like another album with like beats, my producers and stuff like that. But my, my primary, like my, my primary goal is to be able to cultivate the live instrumentation with my lyricism. So like, yeah, that's what I'm on now. Oh my gosh, uh, I love that. Uh, as a fellow rapper, I'm just joking. Everybody's like, yeah, right? crazy." That's right. Yeah, you know, we got the yeah. we got the battle and right. stuff at the comedy Uh That's that. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> didn't say I was a battle rapper. My freestyles would sound so trash. Uh, just being honest. Uh, and this isn't part of it, but you know what I don't like, and uh, I hate when this might be an old thing, but back in the day when people would freestyle. And this mm -hmm. is what they do the whole time. Uh, yo, uh, yo, uh, yo. <laughs> like five minutes of, uh, yo, do you not have nothing to say? Step away, sir. Facts. Let somebody else That's... do it. Gotta go um, like that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, you can say, uh, yo, like five times. And that's, uh, that's my cutoff. Five times. Bam. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm so silly. So now that's really awesome. So here's the funny thing. And I always talk about, I believe in energy. While you were talking, I was thinking authentic. Like what you were saying was authentic, mm -hmm. like it, coming up with it. And then you said the words that it was like authentic. And I was like, oh, okay. That's what I was thinking. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, and vibes. yeah. So like how special is it to like, I love when people, that's what's important to me too. So like, guys, we're talking about so many things right but people that invent stuff or reinvent stuff or whatever mm -hmm. it's so cool because we need people to have new ideas right mm -hmm. so it's fun right to just roll with the punches and just go as you as you feeling the energy yeah. the vibe and just and having fun um i think that's awesome and i can't wait to see how big that gets because i'm sure a oh, lot yeah. of people are going to be doing it so i'm proud of you that's awesome um, yeah. so what's your favorite thing about being, um, an artist or, you know, a rapper or whatever. And then, um, 
what are some of the things that it's taught you in life from being All up right. on stage? My favorite thing will have to be kind of piggybacking off of what you're talking about, like to be able to create, because the words you said about being an inventor or inventing new things, like I align myself with that title. Like I honestly know that I am that, and I have plenty of things that are going to come into fruition, like invention wise, because like creation is a very important part to my life. And like the best thing about it is to be able about being an artist or a creator is like to be able to do higher faculty work. Like we are capable of doing it. We all do it on a daily basis. Anything that has happened here has happened because of those things. So it's like to be able to take something from a higher potential and bring that down into a lower potential until it is like materialized and like something phys like a physical structure or something that can be uh, seen in like this this uh space that we're residing in like to take it from basically nowhere and making it to somewhere if that makes any sense is like the reason that's the most important thing to me the, the best thing to me and like what i've learned in this journey is that like um huh there's so many things there's so many things but like uh consistency is very important persistence is very important and to do the things that I'm talking about, taking something from a higher potential to a lower potential takes a certain level of dedication and a certain level of blinders to things that are sent to distract you from completing said goal. Cause it's like, I mean, I didn't met a bunch of, like the reason why I came up with, with the band and the sound is because I was continuously watching artists or I use that word like loosely or musicians, I use that super loosely that will be getting paid like every night, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday nights, they getting paid to do like gigs or host shows. And I'm like, yo, like I watch myself just go out chasing passion or just being able to be like, okay, I get to do my music again. Let me go outside and start doing it. I don't care if anybody like it or not, but people start liking it. A lot of people started liking it. So then like, I'm watching this happen. I'm watching these owners see this shit happen. They telling me about different nights that we didn't done or like how they seen something that they never seen when I did some stuff. Okay, cool. But I couldn't get into that rotation to get in the bag because it's like, oh, you just hip hop or oh, you a rapper. I don't know. Like it was a bunch of like red tape garbage. So it's like, I'm like, all right, but y'all let these, these instrumentalists in. I mean, I know it, I'm gonna learn, but it's gonna take me like a year in the meantime, in between time, I'm gonna use this person, use that person, put these pieces together and we're gonna go up to get to this bag. And, and in a journey of doing that, like, it taught me that it's all it's, it's gonna be different kind of obstacles and different kind of resistance, but it's like I don't know like what kind of tree you gonna be like you gonna be a small tree you gonna be a shrub you know what I'm saying when the wind blow you gonna stop you know what I'm saying when it's winter time you gonna shrivel up or you gonna keep growing and just be out here big so like my goal is the latter so you know oh I love that um, and that's I mean that's a good advice to be honest is to like we said several times be true to yourself right? So that's smart. So you're like, okay, you're not going to just let me. All right, then then I'm gonna add the people that you do let. And then we're going to be together. Like that makes so much sense. Um, and I love that. Uh, what are some of the, um, the artists that you have opened up for or, uh, or been on the same show with or whatever, you could do a yeah. little bit of name dropping. Uh, I mean, it's been it's been a lot of people has been pretty cool, like to actually have those type of experiences, like doing like the, the rap circuit and 
it's a lot of it's a lot of uh I don't want to say games, it's just the business. It's a it's part of the business and you kind of be on these like opening shows and opening tickets and things like that. Mine was my goal during them times was just to make big impacts, be make a huge impact bigger than whoever was supposed to come there. So like but in the midst of that time, like it's been Twister, Do or Die, Stunt Taylor. Uh that was like one of the one of the one of the pivotal moments when I did that show. Like that was a whole vibe. Cause like everybody kind of came, well, to my knowledge, like everybody was kind of coming there for him. It was a nice little pack, little crowd. Like it was, it was dope. And like I went on and it was up. Like people was rocking with it. Like it was a whole Aww. vibe. And it was it was like in my hometown, but like I didn't think like I didn't know I didn't I didn't know at the time. I was just doing doing what I do, but like they was in there and they was rocking with me. And then like after my set, a lot of people just left. And I'm like, yo, like I'm still sticking around because like we there, we vibing. You have that after show energy. We kicking it. It's like a whole bar club upstairs, downstairs. So like we was bouncing around. But as I went up there, like it was like clearing out. So I'm like, damn, like this shit is this shit is real. But one of my favorites though was uh, I was doing a live band thing, and as that started to build, uh, I guess unbeknownst to me, like one of the owners had invited somebody down there to come check me out and see what I was doing. It was a guy named Bill Dickens. He a bass player. He played with the likes of everybody that was great. You know what I mean? He played like a six string bass and he go crazy. So like he came in there and then like he watched like a song and then he came in, took his bass out and he sat in with me and we rocked. And wow. that was super dope to me because like in a moment, I'm just there just doing my thing. And then like when I heard him play, like when I say like I'm energy based, like it was something else that kind of like interjected in the whole thing and it took it up. Like I, I I felt that and it was it was amazing. I know like everybody there felt it because like it was a it was a whole moment, you know. And he was a real cool dude. And I was grateful like to meet him and talk to him because the first time that we met was under like different circumstances. And I was like <laughs> kind of angry because the, the situation that time is that I didn't know who he was. I didn't know he was coming out there, but it was like the the people around the sound that I was doing in the band started to come together. Like more and more people was hearing about it and like coming to see what we were doing. So like this night, it happened to be, uh, I don't know, a lot of people. Like it was just an open mic though, mind you. Like, but I was promoting every time I go outside. So like it was an open mic, it's free. So like a lot of people kind of came in there and I'm getting ready to perform. Well, Right before that, we all outside kind of talking. And it's a lot of people that I don't know, you know. And, like, some girls have pulled up, like, y'all, like, y'all should get in the car. Let's have some drinks before y'all go. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, I got to stay in here and, like, make sure everything's set up straight. But y'all go. So I had some of my bandmates hop in the car with the chicks. It was kicking it or whatever. And then they called us to go up. And nobody was there but me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and this place wasn't, like, you could plug in the aux and, like, play your backtracks. No. Like, it's it was all, like, instrumentalists and stuff. So it's, like... I was up there just bare, but me, me, and me, I didn't care. I was mad as fuck, but, like, I just did, like, some acapella stuff. One of my uh, friends was there. He, like, got on the house drums and gave me some, like, backdrops or whatever, so we kept going. So then I did whatever I can do, like, just because people was there and I rocked out. And then after that was over, like, I was heated. So I was beelining outside to, like, find out where they was at and, like, you know, yeah, like, tell them about themselves. And that's when he bumped into me, like, hey, like, what happened? Like, you ain't, you ain't had your friend, people with you today? And I, like, kind of, I didn't snap, but, like, I was, like, high energy upset-wise. And then I was talking to him, like, we, we had a moment. I was, like, yo, but I got to, like, I appreciate this, but I got to step outside and, like, handle this real quick. So, like, 
I didn't know that like he was gonna rock with me again. And the second time he came through, it was up, it was up, and it was a nice little vibe, and it was cool. And like that was like one of the greatest ones, like for real. Especially to know somebody who has done grand things with his his skills with the guitar, pay umpteen dollars for whatever for his service and to show up, but he pulled up on me for the free, like off love and like rocked with the set. And he ain't had to do none of that. Like that was that was great to me. That's so awesome. That's a um that's like that's why it's important to be well, I mean, I guess you weren't as positive as you usually are in the situation because you were frustrated, <laughs> but but if you're a good person, people know that and that people can feel that. So um so that's really awesome that, that happened. You deserved it. So he realized that and he could he could see that um so totally different going off left uh you also are a massage therapist um yeah. so what how long have you been doing massage therapy and uh how did you get start doing that it's probably been close to like six years now like working in the field i started i was going to college to be a secondary education well for secondary education i wanted to be a teacher but learning more about the structure of the the design of like education in america and like the college setup and what they told me i would have to do versus what i thought i would be able to do didn't align with align with me so i dropped out of that and i didn't want to just be like outside i wasn't on my parents' insurance no more. I mean, um, you know, like under their financial income as far yeah. as the scholar, not scholarships, but as far as like uh, financial aid and things like that go. So I was kind of like on my own. I know it's different now, but like that time it was something else. So like, I was like, I want to do something. So I went to go look at a bunch of different schools, try to see what was in my budget at the time. And then like, I found, um, it was like a trade school. I was trying to go, I was thinking about doing like dental stuff, like dental assistant or like, you know, because I figured like people always gonna need their teeth worked on and all of that. Like that's like something that's not going nowhere. But as I got into that program and watched every other program that they had, they showed me the massage therapy thing. And I was like, okay, yeah, I think I'll do that. Signed up. Everything kind of clicked. Uh I was great. They had me as like the top of the class and all that type of stuff. And now I got out, couldn't land a job right away. So I kind of just did whatever I had to do. And then I did land one and everybody kind of been being helps and feeling a lot better due to my work. So it's like, it's been great. And like, even when I got out here, like, as soon as like every spot that I worked at has had a influx of members sign up or just like positive, pos positive things associated with their business due to the value that I added, like with the team as a collective, you know, so it's like, I'm seeing like the fruits of my labor and I like it because I'm not really a big fan of trading my time for, for, for money because like, it's weird, especially the way that they have it weighted. But like with this, it's like each individual person, like the IC, I help, I improve their day. Even if it's for 24 hours, 48 hours, it's an improvement from my input like if i'm working at like a warehouse like yeah like it may be helping out it may help a lot of people but it could be hurting a lot of people and it could like be like it's it's like positives and negatives and certain things and like um i try to keep 
I try to add as much value as I can to things that I care about. So like, if I'm a work, I know that's like a part of like the society. Like I'm going to do something that's like as beneficial as possible. <laughs> if that make any sense. Yeah, that's very nice. So what, um, how long is the school? Like how long do you go to school for? A year and then you got an externship. Okay. So let me ask you this, since you moved from a different state, do you have to uh, like get your license again or how does that work? Yeah, I did that already out here. Okay, so you have to get a like. Do you take another test, or does it? You just get I another. Okay, I did. I did, and just get insurance for the state and all of that. But yeah. See, so nursing is different. So how nursing works is we have to get a new license in that state, but we don't have to retake a test or anything as of oh, now. Okay. So like, meaning like once we take our NCLEX, that's what it's called, our test, and then um then like each state has a license but there's also a thing called a compact license meaning like there's certain states that are covered under that so if i get a compact license then i can travel to those states without having to get a new license every time um, okay. so i wasn't sure how it worked for massage therapy um that's really cool i always wanted to do that when i was younger too and i ended up not doing it um so all right now that's awesome so everybody you hear how like he loves to help people and you can just hear that in your voice and that's really great i love that mm -hmm. and i love giving um a platform for um females and males but i like pointing out when because uh, so many people think that like men have to be especially with you being an artist that men have to be this like tough shell all the time and like this is how we are we're our exterior and blah 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 but there's different sides to every person right so mm. men are mm. so many things like it's it's a good thing to be kind and want to help people and to spread joy and to uh and to be honest i had to get a massage the other day because i have a lot of back issues and mm. i was having so much pain uh that i was in tears and shaking and so wow. it it did help me um some and um, you know it doesn't go all the way away my pain but it helped a lot so thank you for what you do because it does mean a lot to to people it's not just a um like a, a luxury or something like that yeah right like people, people kind of get that, get that kind of twisted because of like media like i'm gonna get to that point but like i want to close up on some stuff that you were talking about like yeah like it probably is like um oh uh idea that like dudes had this horror exterior and things like that it's because of like the pressures it's just like the society pressures that they get right. put on people and like a lot of different things like um it it brings that it, it makes that it molds those type of things into into people and i was like i get that like i'm not like it ain't all sunshine and rain rainbows all the time like i mean like i gotta uh my primary objective and my focal point to keep me moving forward is like how can i be of value in any situation that i'm in but i mean it's not always like the greatest all the time like you do you, it's 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 all different kind of feels i'll say that like yeah like, i don't want to get it like twisted but like uh as far as the helping thing and how people oh yeah because like all right 
we use our muscles all the time. Like you've been walking since everybody at least like one or somewhere close to around that time. Like, so for years and years and years, we just like piling on our muscles, putting them to work, but like we had, and never get them worked on and never get them like, uh, like tuned up. I always use this example. Like you'll get your car tuned up every six months or a year or some shit like that. Or you'll get the oil changed every three months, but like you won't get your muscles like worked on. You won't get your arms and legs and stuff stretched out. Like that's, that's needed. People use their hands all the time. Like your forearms, your hands, they need to have some kind of release to be able to be in work in order and have like less dis-ease. At least that's my belief, but yeah, yeah. Like, it's needed. It's more you're, needed than a luxury. You're right. Um, it, you're right. It is. It's important. Um, because like you said, uh, things can get tightened or we use it all the time and I'm a nurse. And so, um, sometimes I don't use proper body mechanics and then mm -hmm. I got some issues. Like afterwards, I'm like, Mah! oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> and I push people in beds that can total 300 400 500 yeah. pounds the people and the bed um and then stretchers and all that stuff you know lift people turn people all that stuff and uh so you know anyway proper body mechanics guys is important just saying all right now we huh. met <laughs> we met doing uh comedy and so uh -huh. um i i love i love meeting people so i'm new to comedy like a few months uh and i know you're pretty new too right when did you start doing yeah comedy? i mean like the day like i saw you was probably like my second maybe third <laughs> time like even trying it like i always been like a fan i always really had a deep respect for the field like i'm i'm an artist i like all the arts and stuff okay cool but like that was something that was like different to me because like i stated like i didn't need the backtracks did the cover songs and stuff like that on the head of band, but it's always something to kind of check and balance in those different things. Like, okay, if I mess up the lyrics, I can freestyle a little bit. Nobody noticed because I got the drums yeah. and the instruments, but it's like when you're doing comedy, like you trying to collectively get different people from different walks of life who had different days, different points of views to do the same thing at the same time with nothing behind you, just you. So it's like, that was like the hardest of the hardest to me. So I always really, really respected that. And like, it got to the point where I'm like, yo, like you should just, you should try this. Like you should try to do it. And it's been, it's been a fun journey and I've been learning so much. Like a lot of people who I've been meeting been real helpful. And uh, like, I like this community a little bit better from what I've been seeing so far. Like, and it's cool. Like, I kind of, I'm looking forward to being great at this as well. Yay. All right. So here's what I'm going to ask you. I'm going to put you on the spot, right? So, uh, so I have asked, uh, and actually some of them are honest and say that they think comedy is harder, even if they're like an artist, but, um, I watched, uh, shout out to 85 South Show, uh, I watched, well, I watch it, but I watched the mm -hmm. episode where, um, I think it was a rapper or artist was going back and forth with them, and they were trying to say comedy is harder, man, the comedy is harder because you're just there alone, blah, 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 and they're like, nah, because do, 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 and they're like, no, people know your words, you know, you can yeah. stop, you can forget the words, but they'll still keep going, and so, I'm going to ask you, and we're going to hear it here today, people. All right. Which one do you think, and I think you just told the answer because you just said it, but which one do you think is um, harder for you 
is it comedy or being a, a artist like if i have to actually think about it myself like and just answer for me i say from what i know maybe because it's been longer i say it's harder for music reason being is like all right with comedy is uh it's isolated like that like that's just all internal thing but it's like I'm just, I'm going to put this on the table as if you're like, you're just good. Like if you're good at both, like if you're just good. So it's like, okay, some of the like the scary parts of somebody getting into either one of them, it's like kind of erased. Like once you like just in both. Okay. I kind of feel like music is harder because like with comedy, if you come see me today and you come see me tomorrow, like you cool with kind of hearing the same thing. Like you kind of get it. Like if you see me in this state and then two months later you at your cousin's whatever the fuck and then like y'all go there to see the show and it's the same thing, you kind of cool with that. Like with music, people want something like new all the time. Like you if a part if an artist take a year off, it's like, oh like he fell off or who did like what happened to this person or whatever. So it's like you gotta kind of keep going. And like that's not a big problem, but like another thing that I realized with music versus comedy, I haven't experienced it in comedy yet. Uh like kind of looking forward to it just so I can catch the feeling and see how that goes. But like with music, everybody wants to like, like, I don't know, from my experience, what I didn't see is like, if I can make a song, okay, cool. That's how I felt or whatever at that moment, whatever it was six months ago, eight months ago, that's it. But like different people are coming to your life. Like, oh, so what does this mean? Or what does that mean? Who is this about? Like, tell, like I do like this, like it or no. Yeah. <laughs> like, why you got to deep dive on me all the time about like people, places and things like that. Like with comedy, it's already assumed to be lies. You know, it's just like, make me laugh with lies so it's like nobody like stick certain things to you like I've heard the stories of people be like oh like this joke you said I ain't like it or that joke you said I ain't like it like it's like I haven't experienced that but it's just like yo bro like everything is just make believe like it's all like stories like you're just saying random random things like it's not like everything don't have to be so serious like with music like at least anyway maybe it's just me on some purest music stuff like it's real like you spit that realness like it's some real stuff like it's it's comes from a real place like authenticity is like important and like just being trill and being like 100 is like i don't know that was like a a solid thing to me in that in that space like but with comedy it's like the kind of the complete opposite like it's it's like lies <laughs> it's a bunch of lies or like you can kind of base certain stuff on truth but like to make it funny like they'd be lying so it's like and it's entertaining like the entertainment part comes in that so it's like nobody like kind of sticking it to you or holding it to you all the time like I don't know that's kind of how I see it and plus like music it always got to be something else like comedy like you can be you throughout the entirety of your career like this one like I don't know anybody I could think of like comedic legends and stuff they have like their their persona and that rock through their whole time whether they've been five years two years 10 years 15 years it's cool like with music like if you put out the like the same type of music even if it's good for like three albums in a row, it's like, oh, Ariana Grande make the same songs. Oh, Chris Brown sound the same. It's like, what you want me to do, dude? Do you like me? Yeah, you great. Like, so it's gonna yeah. sound great. Yeah, it's great, but like make something else. Like it's a pressure that's different, you know? Okay, so you opened my eyes because I don't agree with you, but I, but I am not both both those things. That's why I asked you, that's really cool. Yeah. So, so you gave a different perspective that I was thinking to me, I feel like in the moment it's harder because, and I'm not an artist, okay, but because, like, say for instance, like I said, like if, if you're, like, say, you're doing really well and everybody knows your album 
and you're mm. out on stage and you have your instruments, you have your people backing you up and somebody like, you know what I'm saying? Like something goes wrong or whatever. People can finish it for you. People can join in, whatever. And the vibe is different. But if you mm. are like bombing on stage as a comedian, it is totally like, it's you, it's you in the it's air, doing. it's you in the crickets, it's you in the booing, it's you in the heckling, it's you in the, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. in that aspect, I think it's, it seems harder because you don't have no, like literally nobody knows the words I'm going to say. Nobody really can finish it for me. Nobody can really join in unless you're good at crowd work. Um, yeah. And so, and I'll just say this, for example, like I think comfortability wise, that's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to say harder oh, yeah, or easier. Yeah. Comfortability oh, yeah. wise, it's easier, I think, being an artist because you, you are it. in the, flow. you know what I'm saying? Like you're in it, like as a, and then there's some comedians that are amazing and they're very comfortable and they have a fan base and everybody, people will laugh at them regardless, right? Once you yeah. get that well-known people, that's, yeah, yeah, you could say spaghetti that's, that's and why, they'll be like, ha, 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 That's why I set the standard at, 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 at uh, even killed of, of being good. Like right, right, all, right, the, all, right. all the stuff coming up in there, it can make it, depending on the type of person that you are and your character, it can make it way differently on different sides because like yeah it's, it's hard going up there and bombing on some comedy shit or like going up there and trying to like tell a joke and it don't go over as well as you went over right. in your head but at the same time music wise i'm just speaking on the hip-hop side like it's tough going to different places going to different neighborhoods going to different areas yeah. and trying to put put your songs out and people like oh shut the fuck up or like oh that's weak or like you know what i'm saying it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. right that 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 type of climate is a lot different too like yeah it's like like even like like battle rap scene or like people like questioning like different it's like it's it's a it's a it's a harder thing to uh go through like the the circuit to even get to a point where somebody can know yourself or where you have somebody to back right. you up like it's like that journey is different i feel like with comedy yeah it's lonely by yourself like it's it's isolating but like that's kind of like your only battle like and you care more about like other people like than yourself like if locking in yourself you kind of don't even matter like the, the only reason i say that is because like i've had that like bomb experience where like stuff didn't go right i didn't know what i was doing i was just like think i knew i can do this i'm gonna get up here and try it and it didn't go good but it's like afterwards it instantaneously was over like i didn't even feel like down and out like oh i bombed like it was just like whatever back to the next moment and i never felt like that before i didn't have times where music went wrong destroyed for weeks like just upset yeah thinking about this going through that like trying to figure out how to do this relationships problematic but like with comedy it's like i don't know at least for me in my perspective when i felt that like it was like oh okay like it looked horrible like if you're watching somebody else but i'm like damn like that gotta suck like but when I was up there, I was like, huh, okay. That's what that feel like. And then the next time I just came back better and like the stuff went good. Like, so it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's less of a, uh, I feel like it's less resistance, but it's it's all impact. Like you feel the whole impact of everybody happy or if you feel the all impact of everybody say, get out of here with the next person. So it's like, yeah. that's cool. Well, yeah, I know. So I'm glad I asked you that. Cause like, again, I always want different, um, points of view for somebody that's done both things that's really cool to get your perspective of it so do you have any um advice for anybody that um wants to be um any kind of 
music artists, but like a rapper or whatever, or um, how do you suggest they even get started? What what does somebody do? Yeah, it's so weird now. Like the the lines is getting blurred with technology taking over like our existence. So it's like it's 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 weird for me to answer. Like I would normally have like the oh just believe in yourself and write your material and go out there in the world. But it's like dude, like it's a whole lot of different things at play right now. So like it all depends on what type of artist you want to be. It all depends on on like what what you in it for. Like I remember somebody asked me this like when I was like 15, 16, like. And I, I didn't really lock it in, but like right now when it's coming back to me, it's like hitting different. But like, yeah, like, like, what do you want to be? Like, what are you here for? Do you want this? Do you want that? Are you looking for fame? Looking for fortune? You looking for women? You looking for social status? You looking for money? Like, what that that plays a important role in your direction and like how you go about starting something. Like, I mean, if you went in for like love or just like a creative outlet, like you could just do whatever, make whatever, and, and some catch a catch. But like, if you in for specific reasons or like certain things draw draw drew you in, it's like then you're gonna have to you may have to do certain things to be able to get the results that you're looking for. And then when you get the results, it may not even be what you thought you wanted to begin with. So it's like it's it's weird. I just say like find out why you want to do something and then see what what has to be done to be able to bring that forward that's it like that's the only thing I could think of like honestly right now with the climate and the way music is like it's 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 a whole different thing they they actually have like AI generated music like where yeah you know what I'm saying so it's like it's it's different it's different and it's like everybody locked into like their phones and devices and things like that like your 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 brain is changing <laughs> like your brain is changing so like these like younger kids or like the new generation stuff like that is gonna be totally immersed in that so like you say i don't know uh like say you got like a two-year-old three-year-old or something like that like and with the progression of like ai generated music or something like that or like how they how they grow they're they're gonna be like they may have a favorite artist that's a computer wow <laughs> that sounds weird and gross right yeah that's what i'm saying so it's like it's hard Goodness. for me to say say like uh say like oh like you can do it i believe that i believe that we are like the best technology that ever existed here but it's like what's going on right now like you never know you you never know like it, it depends on like how you want to do it all right well believe in yourself is what i can say <laughs> Yeah, that sounds good. I'm rocking with that. But but honest, like, you know, challenges are going to arise in anything you want to do. Uh, if you're passionate about something and you fight for it, then just believe in yourself. Uh, that goes for anything. That goes for yeah. comedy. That goes for being an artist. That goes for, like, a musician, artist, uh, a artist, painter, person, anybody, uh, a dancer, a singer, whoever. Um, believe in yourself and know what you're worth. And... Uh, as long as you portray that and put that energy out there and those vibes, then people will catch on. So, um, you know, just believe in yourself, but also, okay. Now, do you have any advice for anyone that wants to become a massage therapist? I guess just them going like looking up a school or something like that, like a technical school or what kind of schools have that, that program? I I believe it's like they're, they're like standalones. I guess I would consider oh, okay. it like a trade school, but 
sometimes they have multiple disciplines in a place. Sometimes they just do massage therapy. Um, there's a lot of different names that that's out there depending on what area you're in. But if you type in massage schools, I'm pretty sure it, it'll send you the right way. Like I don't even want to name drop certain ones that I know because like they they be in certain areas and then they don't be in certain areas. So like I know that um that is it's heavy around like the country. So it's always it's gonna be like a, a school nearby or near you if you look it up online. And um yeah, like the program I went through was pretty great. Like I learned a lot of real important things, plus taking the information that I learned from the core study and where certain things came from and diving a little deeper into it myself and then bringing, bringing that information into my sessions and being able to draw information from like the, the client, seeing where they feel like they have issues at and being able to alleviate those. Like it's, it's a good thing. It's a cool thing. And it's, uh, it's, it's kind of popular out here, which I think is cool. Like people care about their health a lot and they like really, they really put that to the forefront a little bit. So like it's, it's different areas and different states have a lot of opportunities, this being one of them. So it's a, it's a good look. And if you want to get involved, just look it up. But school is pretty, it's relatively quick. You will learn the things. It's easy to catch on to and be great, you know? All righty. Thank you. Thank you for the advice. Um, where can people find you, um, your music or book you for a show or whatever? Where can they oh, yeah. find you at? Um, anything that you type in, whether it be Google or Facebook, Instagram, you type in Amiro, A-M-E-R-O, a dollar sign after the O. So A-M-E-R-O dollar sign, it should pop right up. But I also have a website. It's andforreal.com, A-N-D, the number four, R-E-A-L.com, and for real. And um, all my dates are on there. Music videos are on there. My information, my bio. And you can tap in with me on any of the socials. Same on Instagram, Amiro and for real. If you type in Amiro with a dollar sign, it should pop right up. I'm outside, you know, I'll be moving around. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming and talking to us. Uh, this has been awesome. And I love sometimes the interviews don't go exactly where I thought they were going to go. So mm -hmm. I like that we talked about, um, you know, the whole aspect of both parents, like at the beginning and stuff like that, because that's important. So and then um, we talked about some entertaining stuff, too, with the business and whatnot. But yeah. I love I love hearing from everyone and i'm so glad that you shared um with us and um you know told your story and your journey and uh i can't wait to see how far you go um music wise and um comedy wise and all that and yeah, we're taking us taking us to the stars woohoo yes and i will uh see you at an open mic i'm sure and i'll come see you when you're doing a concert or something, I would love to come uh, support you. Yeah, for so, sure, most definitely. Likewise, and it's been a it's it's been a pleasure. I'm glad to be able to support the community and be another authentic point of view in your collection. You know, like it's it's this is dope, and I wish you all the success and keep booming. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. I appreciate it, and um, 
I like saying the word shameless plugs, which is what he just did, but <laughs> I always yeah, say shameless plugs. So <laughs> thank you. That was very that you can yeah. tell that you're a lyricist. You're just like bam, put it in there. Uh so yeah. you you freestyled <laughs> that like um no, I'm just playing. I'm really corny, uh, but I'm fun. I'm fun and corny. That's <laughs> like what makes that. it interesting. <laughs> like you'll never know um that I'm yeah. I love, but I love hip hop and stuff. I always have, I love all genres, but I um, appreciate, uh, people don't understand that, like how smart um, rappers and different people are. Like the words, the lyricists, like the, how intelligent, yeah. like the words mean three different things sometimes. Each line means more than one thing. And they, and some of the music though now is kind of mm, I don't know. That's some, what I was talking about about like this yeah. the, the change and the shift. Yeah, like, some of the stuff's like what? Like what the, you st about? the start of hip hop is just like is a language, some communication, and now like it's 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 been injected in every part of the world. You know, it's like but with that type of with that type of influence, it just shows it shows certain certain aspects of of the beings here and some people don't like that <laughs> some people don't some people don't like the fact that something can be made that's so great like that out of like out of from nothing to something that's super great and like they want to control it so like the reason why a lot of stuff sounds the way it does is because people are incentivized to make it sound that way because they know the impact and how powerful certain things are like how powerful we are like how powerful our influence is to this planet but yeah like um that's another thing that kind of made me think about the comedy versus the hip-hop or I mean, versus music it's like with comedy what i'm learning so far is that like i don't know i can't say it's easy to make a joke but like because like i think i think it's harder like it's been hard or like challenging for me because like i'm thinking from like the music aspect like how you say it like my mind goes a certain way so i'm thinking about how to make things complex but I can make it simple and it's funny, you know, like it's, it's easier to like, um, like kind of simplify and make, make a joke, like a song sometimes like, like it's intricate and it, it and it takes, it takes certain, uh, it takes certain, certain, certain skills like to do that. Like I know some people like even myself included can just walk in and just like lay something, but it's just like, I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like even though I can make music way easier than I can make a joke, like right now, if you gave me 15 minutes and was like, make a song or make a two minute set, I would have a song done faster than I would have a two minute <laughs> set. But it's like, uh, it's, it's a, it's, it's, I don't even know what to say. It's, it's, it's real intricate. I can say that. Like when you're doing it good and you're doing it right. Like some of my favorite artists like perform like that or they make music that way where it's like masterful, like it's art. So it's like, that takes that takes skill and it take um it takes a lot. Yep, I think everything takes skills. You're right. So all right, so we're gonna say goodbye and I'll see you around all sometime. Right. Uh, have a great show. Um, I'm excited. Uh, like I said, I would be there, but it's really far. But I'll come to another one. Yeah. Uh, come check them out, guys. Um, July sixteenth, Nick and Ivy's. Let's get it. Woohoo! All right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. You've been awesome. I appreciate you, and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks. Bye. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Authentic Points of View. 
I love you guys. You're so awesome. Thanks for listening every single week. I uh, appreciate you. And if you're just listening for the first time, thank you. You are great. Um, I hope you found something that you learned today. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're not into hip hop or you're not into rap or whatever, uh, you could at least listen to what he said about how, you know, finding joy or helping people or, um, it's really neat. Like, it doesn't matter if you listen to it or not. Um, it's just the fact of kind of honestly being just a genuine person, you know, and just trying to get a message out there. Um, that's important to spread, you know, your message, your story, your truth. Uh, follow him, uh, Amero dollar sign. Um, and then check out his music. I've watched some of his videos. It's really good. You might like it actually, guys. Um, I do. Uh, and, um, if you want to book him for a show or comedy or music or whatever, um, check it out. I think it's really neat how he's, um, kind of reinventing the wheel a little bit and adding live instruments to it. I really like that. Uh, so if you want to be a guest, all right, email me authentic points of view at gmail.com. Please. If you have an idea or you want to hear something specific or a certain topic, let me know guys. I value your opinion. And if I can find somebody that will talk to me about that, I surely will. Um, follow me, guys, please. Follow me, Authentic Points of View Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, do have a YouTube as well, but nothing's really on there, so I haven't told everybody. Uh, soon I'll be selling merch, too merch yes so you should check it out i'll let you know when that's available uh word of mouth is important it helps guys uh please let everybody know if you uh love this podcast as much as i do uh tell somebody tell a co-worker tell a friend tell your family tell whoever um, make sure that they're over 18 because lots of the episodes aren't appropriate for children. Uh, <laughs> but tell somebody that helps us out and I really appreciate it. Uh, I hope every episode you learn something, you, um, can think of, you know, from a different perspective or, uh, actually just, you know, kind of put yourself in somebody's shoes and always please, please, please be kind it's important. So important because you never know what somebody's going through. I say that all the time. Um, and you just want to show love and, uh, you know, be a light in somebody's life instead of being negative and being darkness. Thank you so much for listening to Authentic Points of View. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Have a fantastic week. And... This has been a creative global podcasting production. Thanks for listening to Authentic Points of View podcast. I hope that something you heard today changes your point of view. If you would like to share your views, please email me at authenticpointsofview at gmail.com or leave a comment 
on Facebook at Authentic Points of View Podcast. Remember, always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart. listening to authentic points of view podcast i hope that something you heard today changes your point of view if you would like to share your views please email me at authentic points of view at gmail.com or leave a comment on facebook at authentic points of view podcast remember always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart